0: 2 Elul, Be'ez Elul, Tzadik, His Conversations 548 Once, when I was alone with the Rebbe, he said to me, Elijah's heart welled up inside him, and he called God cause of all causes and means of all means. The Rebbe added in Yiddish, He is the Vaganish, the path, but I do not know exactly what he meant. 549 I was told that on one occasion the Rebbe spoke a great deal about the verse Buy the truth, but do not sell it. Proverbs 23.23 He asked, If the verse says not to sell the truth, then from whom should one buy it? Is it logical that the verse should say first, buy the truth, and then say, but do not sell it? If the verse says that no one should sell the truth, then whom should one buy it from? He spoke about this at length, but I did not hear what he said. 550. Someone told me that the Rebbe said, When one repeats a lie twice, it becomes the truth. That is, it becomes like the truth for the person who repeats it, by virtue of his having repeated it twice. He also said, Sometimes a person lies in bed, making up untruths about his friend. He imagines his friend spoke against him or deliberately wronged him in some way. He starts to get agitated and angry with his friend. Before long, he is burning with anger against him. All for no reason, because he himself imagined it all. In actual fact, his friend is quite innocent. 551. Once he spoke about why at times the true tzaddikim are unable to accomplish what they want with their prayers. For there are times when he listens, and times when he does not listen. Zohar 2, 105b. Rabbi Nachman's Wisdom, His Wisdom, 262. This was also found among the manuscripts of one of our group. There is a type of grace, chen, that enables a person to see the future in dreams. A person who has this grace can ask for a vision and perceive the future in a dream. The Talmud teaches just as grain cannot exist without chaff so dreams cannot exist without nonsense. Brachot 55a. Dreams contain a prediction of the future but these are intertwined with much worthless chaff. There is also the clear dream of the prophet regarding which it is written in a dream I will speak to him Numbers 12:6. This is the dream of the person who has grace. Such a person can also predict the future through the dreams of another. When he hears the other's dream, the worthless chaff falls away and only the clear vision falls upon his ears. Joseph had such grace. He is called a fruitful son by the fountain. Genesis 49.22 Rashi explains that his fruitfulness was that of grace. Therefore, Joseph had accurate dreams and was able to interpret and make use of them These dreams are also included in the Torah. The Torah teaches us that Joseph had a unique ability for interpreting dreams. The Alphabet Book Repentance A. 18. Whoever lives in the land of Israel resides without sin. 19. It is best to make it easier for sinners to repent. 20. Sin saps a person's strength. 21. Given the possibility of performing one of two mitzvot, choose the one that involves overcoming your evil inclination. 22. A person who causes the tzaddik suffering should fast. 23. A person who feels heartache is close to shedding tears. 24. When a person brings others back to God in repentance, he is rewarded with a place in the heavenly academy and the Holy One annuls a harsh decree for his sake. 25. Dismay does more for achieving repentance than fasting. 26. A person who sins and feels remorse is forgiven for all his sins. 27. A person who conducts his business affairs honestly is forgiven for all his sins. Kitzur Likutei Moharan 2, lesson number 37. 2. When a person does not sanctify himself and chases after base desires and excesses to amass wealth, wasting his life in order to leave an inheritance to his children. Then, when he does leave this money over to his children, he is like a person who has soiled himself with filth, and he then takes more filth and covers over the filth that is on him. As explained in more detail in this lesson in the kutay maharan even when a person wishes to leave the merit of his good deeds to his children, this too is not entirely correct. The perfect tzaddikim do not choose any of these things at all, but rather they choose only to fulfill God's will. Lesson number 38. 1. Sometimes the light of the tzaddik is so very great that it is impossible for a person of small spiritual stature to receive this great light of the tzaddik in the tzaddik's own place because of the overabundance of light there. Consequently, This great tzaddik is compelled to lower and to subordinate himself vis-à-vis the smaller person, and to go to him, in order that the light should thereby be diminished slightly, and the smaller person can then receive it. This is similar to what we find in the Talmud. In the place of his greatness, there you find his humility. Megillah 31a. 2. The main thing that the tzaddik must do to illuminate his students is to expand their minds and to take them from constricted consciousness to expanded consciousness. Sometimes he accomplishes this with a radiant face, by comforting them and by showing them a warm countenance. Other times, however, they cannot receive his light in this way, and then he needs to radiate his light to them through suffering. In other words, he must chastise and humiliate them in order to nullify them, so that they will be able to receive his light as in the dictum when the wood in a fire does not burn one must strike it zohar 3 3 when the tzaddik is compelled at times to lower and to nullify himself a little bit from his greatness so that the person of small spiritual stature should be able to receive from him all this is only a temporary measure and subsequently the tzaddik returns to his level but by lowering himself temporarily, the tzaddik thereby rectifies and elevates the smaller person completely. There are many different aspects and kinds of inadequacies, and there are many variations in the way the great person subordinates himself to the smaller person, so as to allow him to receive his light. For sometimes this act of humbling is nothing more than a slight gesture, while at other times the great person must actually go and travel to the smaller person. It all depends on the particulars of the situation. Rabbi Nachman's stories, faith. There was once a poor man who earned a living by digging clay and selling it. Once, while digging clay, he discovered a precious stone which was obviously worth a great deal. Since he had no idea of its worth, he took it to an expert to tell him its value. The expert answered, No one here will be able to afford such a stone. "'Go to London, the capital, and there you will be able to sell it.' The man was so poor that he could not afford to make the journey. He sold everything he had and went from house to house collecting funds for the trip. Finally, he had enough to take him as far as the sea. He then wanted to board a ship, but he did not have any money. He went to a ship's captain and showed him the jewel. The captain immediately welcomed him aboard the ship with great honor Assuming that he was a very trustworthy person, he gave the poor man a special first-class cabin and treated him like a wealthy personage. The poor man's cabin had a view of the sea, and he sat there constantly looking at the diamond and rejoicing. He was especially particular to do this during his meals, since eating in such good spirits is highly beneficial for the digestion. Reb Letters, Year 1, Letter number 213. My son, the real truth is that you worry too much. This is the work of the evil one trying to fill you with downheartedness and depression, God forbid. The downheartedness and depression themselves are extremely harmful to someone in your situation. I am really angry with you, my son, for not listening to me, especially since all my words come from the Rebbe and are said in his name. Know and believe that the Rebbe is telling you not to think about this at all anymore. Neither before nor after. The suffering is bad enough while it is happening. God save us. God is my hope that through this you will escape. No matter what, though, do not think about it at all. Be extremely careful to do as I say, and do not trouble your mind over this in the slightest. Just study Torah, pray, and go about your business. Relax your mind with things that cheer you and bring yourself to joy with silliness. You have no idea what is going on in the world. The greatest members of the Jewish people also experienced such things. How terribly distressed I was when you wrote that you have been neglecting Torah study and that you have been missing the study sessions that you set for yourself at the beginning of the winter. What you are doing is not good, not good at all. And it is certainly not becoming to us. Is it for nothing that I have spent so much time talking practically until my throat was dry about how a person must never give up on himself or become discouraged and must never give an inch through whatever should happen to him. And after all this, you write me such stupidity, rooted in improper humility, saying that you know yourself that coming close to holiness is beyond your grasp and that this is the reason these things come to trouble you so much. Rev. Nussin's letters, Year 2, Letter Number 466. With thanks to God, Thursday, Rea, 5604, Cherin. Warm greetings, life, and blessing to my dear beloved son, the apple of my eye, the learned Reb Svi. may his light shine. I arrived here yesterday from Kermenschug, and I found what I had been hoping and waiting for, your letter informing me about your good health, and that by God's kindness, the seeds of your salvation have begun to sprout, And you have begun your speedy recovery with God's help. I came back to life. For how very deep my grief and pain were when I heard in Uman that you were not well. And when upon my arrival here I received a letter from your brother, my son Rabbi Yitzchak, may he live, and he did not mention a word about your health, then my suffering and anguish swelled beyond all calculation. What can I give back to God for the past? Since you informed me yesterday in your letter that, praise God, you have begun to recover your strength, may I only merit to hear soon the good report that, praise God, you have completely recuperated. Amen. May it be his will. As for the most important thing of all, there is your terribly bitter lament which you voiced in your letter, referring primarily to the pain of your sins brought on by the enormous provocation of the evil one. For the evil thoughts attack you furiously, and they are the essence of the evil impulse. Likute Maharan 1.49 It is true that I hear your cry, and I know your pain, both past and present, how my heart goes out to you, my insides shudder, your pain is mine, and my pain and anguish are very great indeed. But it is with precisely this fact that I console and encourage myself that by God's wonders and enormous kindnesses you are still crying out with an anguished bitter lament such as this, which reaches all the way to heaven. Know and believe, my dear son, that God and his true tzaddikim also hear, understand, and are listening to your letters cry and wail too, and they are thinking about your salvation. As for the salvation being so long in coming, this whole matter contains many deeply hidden things. God's thoughts are very, very deep, and the delay is certainly from our side, inasmuch as we do not rouse ourselves as we should to overcome the evil thoughts. Besides this, God desires the prayers of Israel, even of the most inferior Jew, and He desires that you pray a great deal and cry out to Him more and more. All the same, though, even your bitter cry up to now has not been lost. (laughs) Shemot HaTzadikim Names of Tannaim and Amoraim: Mem, Rabbi Mayer, Rabbi Mari bar Rav Bizna, Mari bar Avuha, Rav Mari bar Mar, Rav Mari, Rav Mari bar Rav Chista, mari, bar mari bar Rav Hona bar Rabbi bar Abba, Mari bar Isak, there were two, Rav Mari bar Iser Giora, Rav Mari bar Rachel bat Shmuel, Rav Mari bar of Kahana, Mari bar Marukva, Rav Mari bar of Ashi, Abba Mar Rav Papa, Abamari Mari Reish Galuta, Abba Mari, Aba mari achua de Mar Yenuka u Mar Kishisha Rav Mar B'Rei Mar B'Rei Yosef, Mar Kishisha Mar Bar Yishmael, Mar, Mar Bar Acha Mar Bar of bar Ahava, Mar Bar Idai, Mar Bar Amemar, Mar Bar of Ashi, Mar Baravashi who sealed the Talmud, and Tav Yumi also sealed. Mar Bareder Rav Sama Baravashi, Mar Bar Hamduri, Mar Barchia, Mari Tava Mibug, Magbila Achui de Rabbi Abba Bar Cohen, Rabbi Muna, Rabbi Muna Bar Tanchum, Munbaz, Rabbi Machasya Baridi, Mati, Rabbi Miyasha Rabbi Miyasha Bar de Rabbi Yehoshua Ben Levi, Rabbi Miyasha Rabbi Miyasha bar Mm Yirmia, Rabbi Mishon bar Nagra, Malai, father of Rabbi Elazar, Rabbi Maluch Arva'a, Rav Malkia, Rav Malkio, Rav Mamin, Rabbi Mana, Rabbi Mana bar Tanchum, Rabbi Mana Dishaav, Mm -hmm. Rabbi Mana Bitsiporin, Rabbi Mana'a, Rabbi Minaman, Rabbi Minhama bar Zira, Rabbi Minhama, Rabimani Mani Ditzor, rabimani Mani B'Rei rabimani rabimani Mani, rabimani Mani Bar Patish, Mani Bar Menachem Chavero Shel Menachem Ben Signa, Rav Menachem, Rabi Menachem Berabi Sima, Rabi Menachem Ben Kafri, Rabi Menachem Achua D'Rabbi Gurion Rabi Menachem Demingalia, Menachem Yodfa'a, Rabi Menachem Ben Gufta Rabbi Menachem ish kfar she'arim. Rabbi Menachem bar Tanhum, Rabbi Menachem ben Mavsima achui Yonatan kufa. Rabbi Menachem ben Napach. Rabbi Menachem Talmaya, Rabbi Menachem chattane de Rabbi Elazar bar avuna. Rabbi Menachma Menachem de Yehuda bar levi. Nussan's prayers 2, prayer number 40 on the Kutay Moharan 2, 81. Rescue us, all of our generations, and the entire Jewish people from the difficulties of raising children. May we raise all of our children without any pain or difficulty. Help us raise our children with ease, peace, tranquility, and quiet, so that they will learn Torah, get married, and engage in good deeds. May they serve you, learn your Torah, and fear you for length of good days and years. May their tendrils go forth, and may their glory be like the olive tree. May none of our offsprings, male or female, be infertile. May our offspring and the offspring of your nation, the house of Israel, be as many as the stars of the sky and the sand of the sea for all generations forever. May all of them learn Torah for its own sake, day and night, and truly do your will. May they not turn aside from any of the words of the Torah, right or left, even a hair's breadth, all of their days, forever. May they all truly recognize you, from their smallest to their greatest. May they all know you. Master of the world, compassionately fulfill our requests for the good and help us achieve all that we have requested of you. Help us experience great joy. I will exult and rejoice in your kindness, for you have seen my affliction. You have known the troubles of my soul. I will rejoice and delight in you. I will sing to your supernal name. Give joy to the soul of your servant, because, Hashem, I lift my soul to you. Satiate us with your goodness, gladden us with your salvation, and purify our hearts to truly serve you. Cause me to hear joy and gladness. May the bones that you crushed exult. Restore the joy of your salvation to me, and may a generous spirit support me. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing before you, Hashem, my rock and my Redeemer. Amen and Amen. Prayer number 41 on the Maharan 2, 82 Hashem is a warrior. Hashem is His name. Hashem is strong and mighty. Hashem is a warrior. Elevated and holy master of the world. Master of wars. You bring about mighty matters and perform new deeds. Have compassion on me for the sake of Your name and battle the wars of Hashem on my behalf. Hashem, Fight against those who fight me, battle those who battle me. Because of my many sins, the battle has weighed heavily upon me. Look, the enemy's hand gains strength and there is no savior to strengthen us. My many severe sins, which reach the heights of heaven and descend lower than the vast depths, have greatly weakened my mind. They mislead my lowly awareness until I am almost incapable of waging the war that I must hazard in this world of action, heaven forbid." I am unable to withstand my enemies and foes in both the physical and spiritual realms. In particular, my evil lusts. Whoa! What shall I say? How shall I speak? How can I justify myself? But, at any rate, I can still speak these words of mine before you to seek your countenance, so that you will battle on my behalf against my enemies in both the physical and spiritual realms. This is among your profound wonders and awesome matters. It is truly extraordinary in my eyes, perfect and wondrous. I will thank you, for I was fashioned in an awesome, wondrous way. Wondrous are your deeds, as my soul deeply knows. How great are your deeds, Hashem! How very deep are your thoughts! You continue to think thoughts of how to bring me close to you, and you continue to strengthen me so that I may express my speech before you coming to you to pray so that you will have compassion on me and wage your wars on my behalf. From afar, I see your kindness, miracles, and wonders that you perform on my behalf always, every day, every hour, and every moment. Besides that, I believe in your unbounded wonders, kindness, and greatness that are entirely hidden from me, as in the verse, He does great wonders alone. His kindness is eternal. Regarding all of these... I continue to encourage myself to look with hope to your salvation and to murmur from the dust, to ask for your compassion and kindness that have not ended and have never ceased. Therefore, I come to you who are filled with compassion, King of honor, who performs salvations in the midst of the land. Teach me how to conquer you so that I will gain what I request with the help of your compassion. Battle the wars of Hashem on my behalf. Subdue, shatter, and eradicate all of my enemies in both the physical and spiritual realms. Nullify all of my evil lusts and evil traits. Guide me and teach me at every moment how to rescue my soul so that I will not pull them to me, heaven forbid. You know that many are my pursuers and my tormentors. More than the hairs of my head are those who hate me for no reason. Those who would cut me off, My deceitful enemies have increased. Shall I recompense them what I did not steal? Hashem, how many are my adversaries? How many rise up against me? We do not know what to do, and so our eyes are turned to you. Help us, God of our salvation, in regard to the honor of your name. Rescue us, forgive our transgressions for the sake of your name. We do not cast our plea before you for the sake of our righteousness, but we appeal to your great compassion. What are we? What is our life? What is our kindness? What is our righteousness? What is our salvation? What is our might? What is our strength? What shall I say before you, Hashem, our God, and the God of our forefathers? All of the warriors are as nothing before you, the men of renown as if they never existed the sages without knowledge, and wise people without intelligence. How much more is this true, a million and ten million times more, infinitely more, regarding a person as blemished and corrupt, poor and needy as I am, as weak in mind and strength as I am? Woe! Who will stand up on my behalf to fight such a great and terrible war against the physical and spiritual forces that constantly attack me? On whom may I rely? On my Father in heaven.